Hi, I'm Dan Jung. I'm a picture editor at the San Francisco Chronicle, and you're listening to a Chronicle podcast. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Tim Goodman's TV talk show podcast, episode 21, rolling right along. I'm joined, as usual, by Chronicle Media writer Joe Garofoli, a.k.a. Question Boy. It's fantastic to be here today. You know, the, the theme music, we have a lot of breaking news today. We have a lot of sort of news analysis. Yes. This is a, one of our, I promise this to be one of our more timely programs. And newsworthy. Newsworthy. But you've got a little something by the time readers uh, or uh, listeners get this on Wednesday. It won't be breaking news, but just to let them know. To know that, we, that we are chasing the news constantly mm-hmm. for them. Yes. Well, we know uh, Sunday night, the horrible Emmy broadcast. Uh, brutal. Mm. So Sally Field goes up there to accept uh, the Emmy for... Um, most annoying presence on television yes. or something like mm-hmm. that. And uh, she... Lead actress in a drama series. Okay, <laughs> whatever, to be technical. So she goes into uh, discussing the war and such. All of a sudden, they pan away, cut sound, cut picture, and then cut back to Sally, sort of a faraway shot. Right. So, the, of course, the left, left-wing bloggers are all over today. They said she was censored for her anti-war views. Mm-hmm. And Fox says, no, she was censored for her language because she said... I don't know. What are our rules? We, oh, we can say we it. We can here. say anything? I think we can say it. If we say not, goddamn on the podcast. Yes, in context. Ben, Benny, uh, <laughs> Benny's hedging. Benny, Benny's, Benny's. But you know what? Because he didn't give us the ringtone, I think it's I think a go it's, yeah. this week. Yeah. Goddamn she, Benny. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, in context, she said, if mothers were around the country, wouldn't, we wouldn't be in this goddamn war. Yes. And they cut her, not because of her war comments, but because she said the GD yes. word. Right. And this is, and they cut three times. They actually cut during Ray Romano. Yep. I thought he that was said, just for Fraser is screwing my wife. Yes, as a joke. Well, come on, that's not so bad. Okay, but just just to lash out at Fox, they cut him saying that. But uh, you know, bury my heart at wounded knee is uh, you know a big Emmy nominated, one of the most Emmy nominated uh, movies, and yet they let Ray Romano of it this god awful till death Fox show say he's doing uh, like a, a sitcom called bury my bury my head between your legs. They let, they let that go on. Yes, I thought. I guess just to prove to the world that he's not funny, and that show is just awful. That was Brad Garrett you're talking about, not Ray Romano. Brad Garrett, right? But Ray Romano was uh, censored for uh, for his comments, but but not Brad Garrett because it was a Fox show. Yeah. So then there was a third one, Mm -hmm. Catherine Heigl. 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 Yeah. Not Hagel. Hagel. We learned that lesson. Yeah. No, but I mean the woman just Catherine uh, Heigl. She didn't really even say anything, but she mouthed O S. We can't. We can't say. We can't say that. I guess. Benny nods. No, shoot. we cannot say that. <laughs> Benny says, no. Don't, please don't. don't, don't, don't do delete it, he says. So actually, for mouthing a word, she was cut. Right. The, the bottom line here is that the FCC, everybody's terrified of the FCC. They don't, they don't want the massive fines, even though these would probably be known as fleeting expletives. Yes. Uh-huh. Although I had so many expletives at my house. They were not fleeting. Oh, most, of them tied, most of them tied to Seacrest. <laughs> he was dreadful. He's awful. He has no material. He should have just just play it low key. Don't even try. Look, do you have any more breaking news, or should we? Should oh, we I have. Move the, on? Well, here's oh, yeah. Fox's uh, statement. They okay. say some language during the live broadcast may have been considered inappropriate by some viewers. As a result, Fox's broadcast standards executives determined it appropriate to drop sound during those portions of the show. Oh, well, first of all, that's a lie because Fox doesn't have any broadcast standards. Oh. Come on, bury my head between your legs. I mean, it's come on, it's stupid. It's a stupid. They let like Brad Garrett say that. Unbelievable. You know what? I'm, I'm on Fox's. I'm on their ass this year. 
That's really? Yeah, we you're starting that. already? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a- they're on, you're on their <laughs> damn ass. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, so it, let's just jump to the Emmys now. Biggest just, crime. Biggest crime of the evening. What do you think well, it was? Well, two, two of them. Edie Falco didn't get it. Best uh, actress in a, in a drama. And uh, James Gandolfini didn't Ugh, get it. for it. And James Spader, that he even, he even acknowledged it. Well, yeah, he acknowledged it last year, too. I mean, too many times this has happened. You know, at least the Sopranos got the, the you know, best drama. They, they totally deserve that. Uh, there were a couple other ones. You expect the Emmys to have these fleeting moments of inanity and uh, wrongheadedness. But those two, I mean, what come on, it? are slam dunks. anti-Sopranos thing or something? Or I mean, this, they're leaving the air. Shouldn't you give it? Isn't that when you give somebody an award? Well, I mean, they, you know, I, I didn't want them to sort of get it just as a gift. They deserved it. It isn't just like, you know, you're you know, 88-year-old Jack Palance and you get an award or something. I mean, you just got, they earned it. But uh, the problem, I think, is that there has been a very subtle behind-the-scenes kind of war against cable from a lot of the voters in the Emmys who are, most of them are in the network ranks. And so, you know, for years and years, HBO was running away with everything, and then there was a backlash. I think you're still starting to see that. So that's troubling to me. Here's, a, here's another one for you, yes. the Ricky Gervais win. Now, I know you're a fan of extras. Yes. I, I am uh, not. Right. Well, it's, it's fine. But I didn't, I mean, it was a very good field there. I, what, what was that? I didn't know if that was a gag, first of all, that they, you know. They, no, it wasn't they, a gag. He did, he did he win. He did win. Yes, he did win. And that also sparked one of the, probably the best moments. Well, there's several really good moments with Colbert and, and uh, John Stewart and uh, Steve Carell. But that was just great when they said, uh, well, he's not here to pick it up. <laughs> Let's just give it to our friend Steve Carell. <laughs> he comes and runs out. <laughs> and they're all hugging and jumping at each yeah. other. I love that moment. But otherwise, a dismal Emmys. Uh, I ended up live blogging it. Because Fox didn't have a uh, East Coast feed and it wouldn't have made the Chronicle. Yeah, more, more anti-Fox. Yeah, more anti-Fox. You. Just and you know what? And I like the new guys that are in there running the thing, but uh, you know they're on the list. The clock is ticking. It's, wow. Uh, no, no, no free passes now. These guys are all veterans. They're veteran programmers, and uh, you know, and 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 here we go. We, we that's a good segue into uh, what is. You know, well now by the time people listen to this, they'll have missed it, and I've already told them in the paper to miss it anyway. But the first. This this is a week before the official start. Fox jumps the gun uh, on Monday and runs Kville, the Katrina uh, drama, which is not very good, very mediocre. And uh, you know, I, I got to say to Fox, like, why in the world would you put that on? And last night at the Emmys, as they promoted, they called it a landmark series. No, a landmark series is The Sopranos. Kville is just a mediocre series. Do you so think they're just to u- clear that up? Purely using the setting there, trying to pull the heartstrings. Yes. It's set in New Orleans, we should tell it's people. It's set in New Orleans, which, as uh, and I have friends in New Orleans have, have told me many times, that uh, not one person in New Orleans, to their knowledge, has ever used Kville to describe the Big Easy. <laughs> oh, so unbelievable. But anyway, so it's about Katrina, and that's where the Kville part comes from. Uh, not very good. But as of this podcast listening, you also have a few other shows that are jumping the traditional start, which is the 24th, traditional start to the season, jumping it by week. Uh, on Wednesday, and when this uh, landmark podcast <laughs> goes up, our twenty first, we are now legal. We're now legal. We're yes, now legal. And, oh, oh, thank a you. little slow on the wow, pick up there, Joe. You, do, wow. you know, you've been we podcasting can, on your own a little too much. <laughs> it's dulling your edges. I just came with a serious podcast. You That's did. Why. It was like the, the NPR guy. He's just, and then you had the uh, you had the gay judge last week. Gay judge last week. You're cheating on me. Al Gord. Really? Um, this is a triple podcast. You're you're like. Kind of this is the gonna, sandwich one. Wow, you're yeah. you're you're doing podcasts with Al Gore. You're gonna be in your shorty robe. I will be. Yes, He's, you you've got a little something for Al Gore and Joel Hyatt. I do. He's a little chubby. Both of them. Yeah, 
Are they both in here? I, you know, are they going to be I, in I, studio? They will not be in studio, no. Oh, all right. Well, They're still in L.A. What's Al Gore? Al Gore couldn't make it because he's at another award show. Al Gore is the Rita Moreno of new media. Oh, dude, he just he goes the everywhere. Oscar, <laughs> the Emmy, like Rita Moreno, Grammy, Oscar, Emmy, Tony. Yeah, but it was very interactive. What's, that? What's wrong with uh, that? That's a legitimate category. Yeah, yeah first one. First one, you know, nice. Just keep watching the, Roll we'll keep watching the box. <laughs> well, the rest of us are, uh, you know. I love that uh, Masioka uh, was given Apple a free. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> Apple laptop all opened up. Free ad for Apple. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they had a couple on the uh, broadcast. Oh, yeah. To- Tony Bennett kept talking about Target. I want to strangle him. Tony Bennett, what's going on? I don't know. And that Christine Aguilera uh, yeah, duet. Yeah, that was, I, I, but, I had to lay down after that. You know, also the problem is this. You know, not to go back to the Emmys because yeah. you know we, we are in a segment. As everybody knows, we we segment yeah, produce seg- the, <laughs> the podcast as we go, and we've moved off that segment. But uh, uh, yeah, so why do you have blowed up the middle? This is my ongoing. This is my ongoing rant. You just press play on this rant every year. You bloat the middle. A lot of filler. And then you rush everybody we want to see at the end. I don't want to be rushed. It's just crazy. Why have it's, it's why have them singing? It doesn't make any sense. <sighs> All right, let's get off the Emmys. Back onto the I'm new still season. A bit angry about I am. I'm still way angry about the Emmys. No, I'm not. No, no, angry I'm about past me. that. I'm angry at you for cheating on me with all these podcasts. What is this? You're just like branching off into a new career. I'm the Brad Garrett of podcasting. <laughs> You're the Ray Romano. Oh God. Okay, so uh, tonight, uh, a week before the official fall season. You will get the uh, Kelsey Grammer series back to you on Fox. Is that any good? Nope. No, he he usually has. Uh, I mean, nope. Is Frazier not any good? No, nothing. Zero. No, it's 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 decent. It's very traditional. It's like a CBS. Uh, it's like a CBS sitcom, except so CBS sitcoms are funny. Sitcom by numbers. Yeah, it's old school, which is you don't look to Fox for that. I mean, I'm I'm thinking some people. It's got Patricia Heaton in it. I think people will probably find some laughs in it. The laughs are there to be had, but it's just it's nothing you haven't seen a, a million times before. Now, is he basically doing uh, Frasier? Well, yeah, always. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's okay. just you know, it's like a local. Uh, you know, it's a, sp- a spoof on local anchors, TV anchors, Pittsburgh based. You're from Pittsburgh. yeah. That's I'm sure there'll be there'll be mockery of Pittsburgh. Yeah, you'll hate it. Yeah. Another I reason hate to it. hate Fox. Yeah, I don't hate Fox. You no, hate I'm, Fox. I'm, right tonight, I do. I'm down on them. Uh, also debuting tonight is Gossip Girl on the CW. And uh, looking forward to that is Benny's daughter. Yes. Benny Evangelista's daughter is uh, looking forward to that. We've just embarrassed her. So she, she probably listens to this all the time for all her TV knowledge, right? Well, if I, if I tell her that you mentioned her, <laughs> her name is Laura, she'll tell all her friends to download the podcast. And we See? have more. Oh, well, a lot of hits. There's yeah. seven Mick, hits Mick right there. Mick can't do that, right? <laughs> Mick can't oh, no. do it. No, no, no way. That's, uh, so Laura, but she listens to Mick. Oh, uh, uh, Laura, come, come on. on. you got to listen to the number two podcast of the Chronicle, which is this <laughs> one. Uh, but, you know, let's just let's be on the up and up. Uh, Laura's dad, Benny, just uh, asked me, you know, should I let her watch it? This is uh, the CW, a little bit racy. Maybe this is a whole thing. Uh, it's a soap opera for teens. It's right, in the, it's right in the target market, total wheelhouse for the CW. It's, uh, it was done by the same guy, uh, Josh Schwartz, who did uh, The O.C., it's set in Upper East, uh, Upper East Side Manhattan prep school. So a lot of money, uh, a lot of short skirts, this, uh, a lot of texting. It's a big whole texting thing. Ugh. Wait, isn't this told through the eyes of a blogger? Correct. Yes. Yeah, so the, the idea is that she's that, that this blogger uh, uh, gossip girl is watching the goings on between these these warring faction of two catty girls, 
and and their uh, intimate high society goings on, boyfriends, girlfriends, that kind of thing. Is there inappropriate uh, sexual themes here? Uh, there are strong strong themes, but nothing that a sixteen year old ha- can't see or hasn't you know you know seen before. I mean, it's, it's I, I would no, my daughter's like ten years sort of away from that, so <laughs> you know I, I can say that with ease. You know, whereas Benny Benny's right in the uh, Benny's in, like in, in I don't want to have any yeah. of that content in there, but it's it's pretty tame. Well, how does it compare to the stuff that was on the OC? It's about OC level, yeah. Wow. Yeah. These kids are younger, though, too, right? 16? Or how old are they? 14? For, for the prep school? Yeah. No, they're all, they're, all, they're all pushing. I think they're all like juniors. Juniors or seniors in high school. Then well-to-do well money. But, it, but the, whole, the whole kick to it all is that uh, it's all about interactivity. Maybe you can uh, bring this up with Joel Hyatt and uh, Al Gore. Al Gore, oh, yeah, I've watched uh, Gossip Girl. You know, I've watched Gossip I have a friend <laughs> who watched Gossip Girl. Al always has a friend, you know, Inconvenient Truth. <laughs> and I talked to my friend who was a professor and my friend. <laughs> All right. Yeah, oh, good. It was a good Al Gore, good, by the way. Yeah, yeah I, was, uh, I started off with mine, which is very generic, but yes. you, you went to it. Very strong. Yes. By the end of Inconvenient Truth, Christine and I were walking out of the, of the movie just doing, doing Al, Al Gore. Gore. We yeah. did Al Gore for at least three days after yeah. that. Well, you're prone to that. You do like vocal yes. impressions. Uh, also debuting uh, Wednesday night. Tonight, the night everybody's going to be downloading the 21st legal podcast of uh, TV, Talk, TV Talk Machine podcast is uh, the con- controversial Kid Nation. Well, this is like, uh, this is the kid show, the kid hour. Yeah, it's like the kid, the kid thing. It's, uh, well, you know, you've heard about this. Kid Nation is the CBS's uh, reality series where they strand 40 kids, kind of a Lord of the Fly. Everybody calls it the Lord of the Fly series. It's like, it's like Survivor with kids. They go into an old Western uh, uh, ghost town and create their own society with laws, et cetera, et cetera. And there's all, you know, parental backlash, a lot of negative. I- I'm telling you, I think it's probably going to be a decent show. I think it's going to be a big hit. I think it's probably going to be not as bad as uh, people thought it was. Uh, and I say to everybody who, you know, if you sign your kid up for reality shows, expect the worst. You're not going to get my sympathy. Oh. You don't put your kids on. First of all, don't put your kids on TV at all. Yeah. Second, secondly, does TV's, Kathy Lee have her kids on there? Probably, mm-hmm. yeah. But, you know, don't expect sympathy, you know, when you put your kids on Kid Nation. I don't, I don't really care. I, I just care that it's going to be I, – I, I want these kids to suffer and cry for my enjoyment. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> be a good drinking game. The Absolutely. Kid, the kid cries. Which kid between 8 and a half and 15? Which kid cries first? And, the, and, and uh, I did uh, say this earlier, but uh, my favorite part of this is that it's in, like, instead of being voted off on Survivor, you can't be voted off Kid, kid Nation. You have to ask to leave. Usually in a tearful way, which is so you're kind of crying, you don't want to go home, which of course is going to scar them for the rest of their lives, right? <laughs> hey, man, dude, you were like, I saw you like four years ago on Kid Nation. You totally like wussed out <laughs> with those tears, you mama's boy. <laughs> Why don't they just, the person who they want to uh, vote off, they just beat the crap out of? Yeah, because that's like real life. That's experience. real life. That's yeah. real life, yeah. Uh, you know what? Just show a Simpsons episode in sense. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and lastly, for this week, uh, as we as we launch into the the uh, fall season, which technically starts Monday, uh, the long, much anticipated uh, fifteen hours, which I've now seen all of, the war starts Sunday on PBS. You cannot miss it. Just look at look for your listings. Sunday night, the war, Ken Burns. Now, go, it's, go it's, ahead, bring you, it. <laughs> you won't be able to miss it because we'll be doing seventy five stories about it. Yeah, I, we will be doing that. And you know what? <clears throat> I was supposed to uh, see Ken Burns this week. I haven't checked my email or my voicemail message to see if that never happened. But 
total scheduling snafu. Snafu. Great get. Oh, 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 it's very inside war there, knowledge. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. foobar. <laughs> Maybe we should just change. Uh, uh, the, it should be Tim Goodman's TV podcast, Foobar. <laughs> so there was a little bit of a snafu. And uh, we didn't get to connect. I know that saddens you, but I will try to get yes, him. Yes, for the 17th hour of uh, podcast. Well, you know, now that I've seen the whole thing. You're, you're, thought, you've done more hours than the, than the war, than the, the miniseries. I know, I, exactly. But you know what? Now that, I've seen, now that I've seen all 15 hours of it, I really have much more focused, better questions that I want to ask about it. And it would be, this would actually be a really good uh, hour-long, two-part podcast. And I'll get him on the phone. <laughs> I'll get him on the phone, I think. Is it true your first question was, who won? <laughs> You know what? It's you know all joking aside, it's fantastic, and I know that some people say, "Oh, I got to slog through the war." It's fifteen hours, and at the beginning of it, I will say that uh, as Mrs. Cranky Pants and I started to watch this show, and I know that I was up against the deadline and whatnot. It did seem like a climb, but it was riveting and unbelievably brilliant. And this is probably his best uh, documentary he's ever done, which is really, really saying it something. Ken Burns, one of the great American filmmakers. But I got to tell you, when you get to the eight-hour mark, you know, nine-hour mark, you're just you can't you want more and more. And but like when I mean, we were getting to the last two nights, I couldn't believe how I was like, you, how can you wrap this up? And I, you know, I know it's gonna you're gonna mock me for this. After 15 hours, honestly, I could have done two, three more. <laughs> well, maybe you should go to the Korean <laughs> War then. What do you? <laughs> I've seen okay, I've seen the first uh, two episodes and I saw like seven. Yeah. Um two and episodes was, and then episode yeah, seven. One, two, yeah. and then seven. Uh-huh. And I'm just wondering, okay, so the person who watches this on television, and right. the average PBS viewer is a television viewer, you know, in, in a traditional way. Right. How are they are they gonna be going back to this night after night? Because it is it's great, it's fantastic, mm-hmm. but it is draining. It it's is a draining to watch. And I mean, it is draining. Just, yeah, it's Emotionally and this draining. is not rah rah World War II stuff. No. There's a lot of dead bodies out there, yeah. a lot of headless, armless bodies and yeah. and, and, and burned it's, it's, up yeah. and run and over. That, and that was his point in doing it. Yeah. And um, I'm just wondering I'm be very curious to see if people can do that. Or are they gonna like, you know, uh, download it and well, you can. Uh, I don't think. Well, I, I don't think, TiVo it. TiVo yeah, it, TiVo sorry. it. Because I don't think the PBS audience is going to download anything. No, no. But uh, you know what? I think the way that PBS is scheduling it, you're not going to be able to miss it. They're going to do, I think, the beginning three first nights, and then next week, then a week, and then three more nights. I think they're going to be showing it at different times, uh, late at night, so you to TiVo it. Basically, in the in the in the next two months, you cannot avoid avoid the war. You'll find it if you miss an episode. You'll catch up on it. Uh, and I, I couldn't. This is the gem of the fall, and I, I couldn't endorse this uh, more heartily. And you know, a lot of tears. Very, it's really sad. It's uh, uh, as you well know. One of my dark secrets is I'm a softy. I, I cry at anything. I cry yes, commercials. True. Uh, I often cry reading your stories. I cry for <laughs> our readers that they actually have to endure <laughs> a lot of your prose. So it's like I'm just uh, tears come so easily. But uh, in the war, they were well earned, and uh, it was uh, very sad. Very sad indeed. Thank you. Thank you for comparing my work to <laughs> the tragedy of World War II. All right, should we go, are we done with the fall season? Are we going to letters now? Or? We are at segment four, I believe this is. We're segment going to. <laughs> Glad you're keeping track. This is from Padmini. Yes. Hi, Tim. I'm a loyal blog column reader and a KFOG listener, and I'm hoping you can answer a question for me. I was looking at the schedule for Monday nights in the fall, and I saw three shows all at 8 p.m. that I want to catch. Chuck. Mm-hmm. Everybody Hates Chris, mm-hmm. and How I Met Your Mother. I have a satellite with a dual tutor, so one has to go, at least for the night. 
for that night. Do you know if Everybody Hates Chris will be rebroadcast on Sunday early evenings like it was last season? Thanks. Mm, good knowledge of how the CW time shifts its Sunday wow. programming. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they're not going to do that this year. They've got some other um, less than thrilling programming in that early fringe Sunday part, so they're not going to put Chris in there. But I have a solution for this concerned uh, emailer. Pevnini. Yes. Drop Chuck. Uh, really? Not, not, even, not even sample it? Well, you could sample it, but... You know, I, I'm with him that I like how, how I Met Your Mother. I, I like that block. I like that. I think that's pretty good. Uh, Chuck is an hour long, though. I think it's going to be, it's going to run its course. I'm going to be taping the hour that is uh, uh, Everybody Hates Chris and Aliens in America. That's a, there's a great block right there. So I'm def- and a perfect block. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tape that. I'm going to skip on Chuck. Not that good. All right. This is from uh, Kathy. Hey, Kathy. Tim, I am a KFOG listener, and I know you know the answer to this question. When is the season premiere for CSI Las Vegas? Oh, all right. CSI Las Vegas, September 27th. That'd be this uh, Thursday. The, uh, th- well, next Thursday, I guess, because uh, that's the official start of the thing. And I wrote it down on the piece of paper, too. Don't mock me. I wrote it down. That's prep work. <laughs> I see you laughing. Yeah, I wrote it down. No, I, it's excellent knowledge. I, I'm glad. I'm very impressed that you knew that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You're a sinister man. This is uh, from Kevin S. Hey, Kevin. You like when I do that? That's a new touch. I'm adding. Hey, Kevin. It is. As though they're listening. Yeah, exactly. As though they're here. (laughs) on the line. Because many people think we are actually live, so why not? Hi, Tim. Not sure if you answer emails, but here goes. I've always been very curious as to why Frank's Place has not been released on DVD. Oh. The show was great, and I was sort of hoping that as a result of Hurricane Katrina, someone would decide to release it due to its New Orleans setting. I'm sure there are other shows you know of, or your readers, that haven't been released on DVD, but come highly recommended. Maybe consider writing a blog entry or a column. Mm. Real time and daily show come to mind. For that matter, you might have some insight as to how to send requests to studios to publish specific series. Now, I'm a pretty consistent reader of your columns and used to listen to you on KFOG until I moved to North Carolina. I still oh. listen online occasionally, but it's a little difficult. Mm. For the most part, you seem to have similar tastes to me in your reviews. Though maybe it's been more in the lungs, uh, along the lines of I'll listen, I'll give anything on HBO a chance, regardless of the theme. I started watching Weeds and Californication recently because of your reviews, and so far they've been great. So I guess my point is, I enjoy your work. Mm, Sincerely, nice. Kevin S. Yes, Frank's Place. I would have thought it would have been out by on DVD by now. There's a lot of them that are like that. Some of them are held up because they can't get people to do the extras, and sometimes they don't sell well if there's no extras. Sometimes there's music problems. You can't get the clearance with it. You've got to redo it. Eh, there's a lot of them. It's, it's, usually it's a money negotiation thing. But I have an answer for this gentleman, and I have written about it in blogs and stuff. There is a site called tvshowsondvd.com. Pretty simple. tvshowsondvd.com. You can go there, and not only can you see what's out, but also like what's in the pipeline. So, so stuff that's going to come out like a year from now or things that, that got, got cleared. Let's say Frank's Place somehow gets cleared, but you're still a year away from it coming out. The news of it would be on tvshowsondvd.com. And, bonus factor, this is actually a clearinghouse for people to uh, uh, rally and champion shows. And I, and I do know that the industry does look at this site as like a spot where, oh, look, there's, we're, we're, you know, there's a lot of grumblings about where's profit on DVD. Let's get, let's get profit out there. So maybe there's a big Frank's Place swell. Uh, you'll see it on DVD uh, relatively soon. That is excellent knowledge. Very reader-friendly. 
news you can use. You know what's scary is this might be our 21st one, might be our most prepared podcast. I think we're maturing. We're officially an adult podcast now. and Yeah. Maybe next week we've got to bring it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of fit. I, I, it's too almost much like, news. Too, too much, much news. Yeah. Wait, wait, too much. Too much prep work. Too much. You know, next week we'll be doing like math and science, like a bunch of geeks. Yeah. You know? Now, how about next week we totally dumb it down? Yeah. But Super short, shorty robes. Yeah. yeah. Wine, cougar sounds, bong sounds. Bong sounds. Let's bring it back down a little bit. We're too, we're too good right now. Maybe uh, Ken Stern, the CEO of NPR, is listening. He may sign us up. Ken Stern! Ken Stern! <laughs> PBS! Ah, uh, yeah. You know, we could Benny spice. was sucking up big time oh, when Ken ben, Stern was in here. He wants to run the oh, knobs on a, on a professional thing, not yeah. us. You yeah. know? <laughs> or as we like to call our podcast, <laughs> Radio Without the Listeners. <laughs> uh, well, segment five is coming up. Uh, segment five will be what? <laughs> that will be the, the calls. Calls, right? calls. Calls from the outside line. Are you ready for that? I'm, I never am. <laughs> hey, Sim. Hey, Tim. Sir Question Boy, how's it going? This is a call from San Francisco. I wanted to talk about the Emmys. First of all, Ryan Seacrest, what a douchebag. I think that, uh, you know, even uh, the other TV stars are kind of irritated by his, man, by, you know, his mincing and prancing around. Uh, come out already. Uh, second of all, uh, you know, James Bader, Boston Legal. That show's still on the air. Give me a break. ABC, do they even have shows worth watching? I mean, I haven't even watched that, uh, I haven't watched that network in years. They got it right with 30 Rock. Um, anyway, I'm glad you're back. Uh, take care. All right. He yes. was pushing towards the anger. The yes. level that we all, you know, we plead for anger. By the way, I forgot to tell you this. I had got a comment on one of the blogs, which was great. It was about, it was on a comment on a blog. It could have been an email. I should have brought it in. A uh, woman basically saying, Oh, the woman whose husband was from Sunnyvale, the Vale. <laughs> yes, it was a blog comment because now she went online. I think she's called Sherry Vale. It's awesome, <laughs> so great. She says that she's angry and angry okay. about a lot of things, and and then was you know saying we could come down, we could actually do a podcast from the Vale. And where uh, would we do it from there? I don't know, maybe her house where she's maybe she could serve us some booze and and she would just be we'd get her on. She'd be real angry. She'd be about angry. Stuff. Yeah, I would just I'm, I'm glad, that's how we roll. We like we like especially angry chicks. I love that. Oh man, yeah, that's, that's hot. hot. That is way hot. Uh, uh, so, but oh, the question here. Hey, first of all, props to this guy from like watching the Emmys last night and thinking, you know what? I'm going to call a TV talk machine podcast. There and it is. Instead of just sending me an email or one of the we've got like I think like 400 comments on the. Uh, on Bastard Machine from the last night's live blogging. Instead of that, calls the number. Do you know what the number is, Joe? Uh, Come on. 1-888-SFC-TVTM. Ah, you, you, you know what? Again, we're too prepared. Yeah. We're too good now. We're too, there's too much sheen. Uh, so he calls that up and puts that on. I love that. Uh, I guess we can say douchebag on the yes, podcast. Yes, well, we can now. Mm-hmm. God, douchebag. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. And he called me Sir Question Boy. I think he mixed up our titles. There. I think, you know what? You want, at this point, now that we've reached 21 episodes, you are now Sir Question Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I anoint you. Well, <laughs> this is a proud you moment. kneel down, I'll hit you with a bat. <laughs> oh, you know what? Actually, no, I say that. I want to have Al Gore do it. I want to have Al Gore pin a medal to your chest. I don't, want to, I don't want to sit down with my shorty robe on. <laughs> uh, I think somebody gave us uh, uh, rules how that works. You kind of cross your leg and you do a little curtsy. You know, really? Is there, are there official rules? There's a fee, it's like, you know, the women have, know how to wear the short dresses. You and I in the short ropes, we're not used to that. Oh, no. I, 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 I don't, don't. Don't even give me, oh, it's pre-lunchtime. I don't want to even get that visual. <laughs> uh, I will say he's wrong about the, uh, some stuff on ABC, though. They've got good stuff. they got Lost on there. 
Pushing Daisies, one of the, one of the big, big new shows of the year. Ugly Betty, uh, Grey's Anatomy, which I don't really like. Brothers and Sisters, Sally Field. I really loathe Sally Field. Really, God, it's just you know, that shut whole thing. With up. That, I, 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 they should yeah. cut her off for that. They should cut her off. And, and as I said in the blog, it's like you know what? Great sentiment. I think we all want the the come home, we want the war to end. But you know what? Sing it like you mean it, sister. If you gotta like, yeah. if you forget your script, you don't really believe script. it. Exactly. You're doing. You're in performance art. That's stupid. How do people? How do they do that? How do people forget? I mean, if a heartfelt feeling. Yeah. I, it's, let me. She goes the war, the war. Oh, I forgot what I wrote down. You know what? Believe it, or don't, sh- or shut up. And, and you've lost your, you've lost your moment at that point. Yeah. This is Norma Ray. Come on. I know she was like a five-year-old trying to tell a joke and couldn't find the punchline. There's your anger. There we go. Ah, getting back into it. Good. All right. Hi, Tim. It's Melissa One Sixty Nine A from uh, West New York, New Jersey. It's been a long summer without you. Uh, but I've been keeping up through the Bastard Machine, and I'm really glad you and Question Boy are back tonight. Can't wait to listen. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, anyway, no question, I, I, except that I'm really, for some reason, can't get too excited about this fall. Maybe when it all starts, maybe I'll get excited. I think what's happened is that I've been watching all the cable stuff and Mad Men, which I've really, really enjoyed, and somehow nothing about the fall stuff excites me as much as the stuff I've been watching this summer, and I'm not sure that any of it will. Maybe Dirty Sexy Money. That seems to be the only thing I'm looking forward to. Uh, I sound like a pain in the ass. I know. I'm cranky. <laughs> anyway, I'm so glad you guys are back. Take care. Bye-bye. Wow. Nice and sweet. Yeah. Melissa. Didn't and you know she just called to share her feelings. She yeah, didn't have no a question. specific point. She Not just really wanted to share in the sort of the the community we're creating. Yes, here. The, the outreach we're all, community. We're all about creating. I love when she says uh, she says West New York, New Jersey. What what is I don't that, know. What does that mean? I don't know. Is it she like on the Hudson there or what is it? She's uh, it's one or the other, isn't it? West New York, New Jersey it must be Jersey. We're from California, and I'm from I'm born in SoCal, so it's like I gee, I, I love Manhattan, but you know I, I'm having a hard time picking up my rivers. It's the East River and then Manhattan, or the Hudson, right? Do you know? Don't ask me. Really? I know the Monongahela, the Allegheny, and the Ohio and Pittsburgh. That's Look at it. you. The, ah, yeah. Middle of the country. Yeah. Isn't that, is Pittsburgh in the middle of the country? We, uh, we identify with the East Coast, believe it or not. Do you really? Yes, more Eastern than Midwestern. Although it's more of a Midwestern sensibility there, I dare say. It sure is. Yes. Dare you say. Dare uh, I say. I'm happy that she's calling about that. I think she's partly right. I share her sensibilities about the new fall season. Not too excited about it. There are a handful of shows that I am excited about, but I don't want to break it too hard to Melissa. Uh, Dirty Sexy Money is not one of the ones I'm excited about. Really? Give, give us a couple that you Peter are excited Krause. about. Peter <laughs> you, 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 you just love that his name is not Krause. It's just yeah. Krause. <laughs> I'm like sure it. it was until he became an actor. Maybe. Uh, but what, what, is, what are you excited about? Okay, I'm excited about, first and foremost, Reaper on the CW. Love that show. And What's I that about? It's, a, uh, it's about a guy who turns 21 years old, and uh, his parents tell him that they sold his soul to the devil. And uh, it's, it's great. He's got, he, now he's got to be uh, the bounty hunter for the devil. Very, very funny. Uh, surprisingly good. Also from uh, CW, Aliens in America, the half-hour sitcom that follows Everybody Hates Chris which makes that Monday 8 o'clock block really exciting. Um, Chuck is okay. You know, I, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it if, I, if, you know, if you're worried about Mondays at 8. I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch that. Uh, I like Pushing Daisies on, on ABC, but I don't think it's going to work more than maybe three or four episodes. Um, 
what else is good on the new stuff? There's not a whole lot of good stuff after that. You know, there's just not. There's I'm looking at it and it's like, oh God. Uh, there's going to be a lot of mediocrity, and I think that she's right. Uh, Melissa has a sentiment of a lot of people that there's so much great fall. I'm sorry, so much great summer cable fare that it's just better to go back and catch up on that than it is yeah. to, to share. Love in the fall. Mad Men. God, I love, love Mad show. Men. Yeah. But let's not forget that there was a lot of good freshman series last year that are in their sophomore year. A lot of the hits. This is you know this, maybe this isn't a bad thing that the that the new fall season's not that good. Handful of shows maximum. So then you take a little deep breath. Kind of digest what you got last year. Maybe we could get outside too. Oh, screw that! You don't want to get outside. You're taking food out of my fa- out my sorry, family's sorry. plate. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna encourage. I'm not gonna encourage on a TV podcast people to get outside. Okay, you were so Al Gore. You were so all- in Al Gore's green pocket. <laughs> but get outside is for saving the environment. Fluorocarbons. Oh, you know, I'm, you know, I've had it with you. <laughs> I not you. I not you, sir. Question boy, and I also fire you. <laughs> Oh, wow. Dark. Look at you. You're hating the earth. You hate Gaia. <laughs> I hate Gaia. I hate, I hate green. Do we have any more calls? Do we have any more calls? I think, well, we have time for one more call. Okay. <laughs> yes, we have time for one more call, I mean. I didn't understand all of that last message. But anyway, I did not, I did not get my paper. I called early this morning to report that. And I called again just a few minutes ago. It is now uh, 12. And I didn't get any status. There's no one to answer. They say it's beyond the service hours. So I did not get a newspaper. This is Bernice Smith. Wow. Well, uh, the good news for Marie is that <clears throat> as soon as we um, end today's podcast, we're going to deliver her paper. You're going to do it, right? I'm going to do it uh, after I talk to Al Gore. <laughs> you and Al Gore are going to ride a tandem bike. <laughs> a solar powered solar motorcycle. Solar tandem bike. You know what? Apparently the TV talk machine number, which is 188-SFC-TV-TM, Apparently, he's still getting calls, which I guess we were uh, some kind of line where if you didn't get your paper, you'd call us. Or if you had a question about television. Yeah, one of the two. Or you wanted to get an ad out. Apparently, apparently it's a lot, shared line, three ways. Although, I love those calls. It's my favorite. Oh, absolutely. But at, but at the heart of that is a heart of darkness, because that's just another subscriber probably lost. Yeah, angry. She didn't get her paper. and yeah. she's gonna She wasn't actually that angry. She seemed kind of calm. She just wants it. So will you deliver it? I will do it. Right after I talk to Al, though. Yep. Great. And uh, <laughs> join us next week where Question Boy is being completely replaced. The new Question Boy, Question Girl tryouts could, be, could now begin. Because, you know, you've taken a shot at me. You, you're spread too thin. You're tired. And uh, I don't know. I'm just kidding. I need you. I couldn't do it without you. Should we, should hug? we, should we hug? Let's hug. <laughs> Let's touch robes. All right. So we'll see you next week here on Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine Podcast.